verse 13. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 2 and verse 13, where you'll find these words. Mark 2 and verse 13. And we're talking about Jesus, okay? And he went forth again by the seaside, and all the multitude resorted unto him, and he taught them. And as he passed by, he saw Levi, the son of Alphas, Alphaeus, sitting at the receipt of custom, and said unto him, Follow me. And he arose and followed him. And it came to pass that as Jesus sat at meat in his house, many publicans and sinners sat also together with Jesus and his disciples. Eye contact. You can't be so saved, so holy, that you don't know how to sit with folk that are not like you. You ain't helping me now. Some folk are so saved, they get amnesia and think they always been saved. Say, say, neighbor. Whisper to him. I ain't always been saved. Come on, flow with me. And it came to pass that as Jesus said it, meet in the house, many publicans and sinners sat also together with Jesus and his disciples. And there were many, and they followed him. Eye contact. Because you sit with crazy, don't mean you got to be crazy. Okay, y'all don't like it over here, but maybe over here. Just because you sit with crazy, don't mean you got to be crazy. But sometimes your sitting with them may help them. Mm. And they said to his disciples, uh, and when the scribes and uh, 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 Pharisees saw him eat with publicans and sinners, they said unto his disciples, how is it that he eateth and drinketh with publicans and sinners? I don't care how saved you are, from time to time, you're going to be with some folk that ain't like you. I got news with you every day. <coughs> you're working in your workplace. You got some folk in your family. You got some folk in your neighborhood that ain't like you. That ain't like you. Don't want to be like you. Ain't trying to be like you. You with me? All right. Here we go. Here we go. When Jesus heard it, he said unto them, They that are whole have no need of a physician. But they that are sick, I came not to call the righteous, but sinners, sinners to repentance. Hmm. Folks, the message today is simply entitled, Winning the Loss. Tell your neighbor what I'm ministering on. Winning means you win. Say neighbor. Stop losing. Stop 
when you with the laws. I got to go here for a minute because some of y'all act like y'all been saved all your life, but it, no, 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 no. Do you have amnesia that when you were lost, you didn't always do things right either? Maybe the reason you with them now is so that you can demonstrate that, you know, if they make some minor changes, things can be a little better. Instead of drinking everything, drink a little bit. I'll see, you won't help me. I'll see, uh-huh. Eagle Summit, part of our assignment in these last days is to do what Jesus did when he was alive. And his assignment was winning the loss. But in order to do that, we each must learn, get this, and practice loving, forgiving, and long-suffering. Oh, Jesus. Loving, forgiving, and long-suffering that Jesus taught his disciples before he gave his life for those who would accept his death, his burial, and his resurrection as full payment for the sins of the world. Now go with me to Mark chapter 2 and verse 1. Mark chapter 2 and verse 1. Winning the loss. In order to do that, you got to be loving, forgiving, and long-suffering. Mark 2 and verse 1. Here we go. And again, he entered into Capernaum after some days, and it was noise that he was in the house. And straightway, many were gathered together insomuch that there was no room to receive them. No, not so much about the door. And he preached the word unto them. And they come unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born by four. And when they could not come nigh unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when they had broken it up, they let him down wherein the sick of the palsy lay. When Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sin be forgiven thee. Folks, here we tap in to one of the major keys to winning the loss. That key is the supernatural ability given by the Holy Ghost to connect with the heart of the person that is in a bad situation or circumstance and give them hope instead of immediate condemnation and shame. Uh, let me go here. Uh, have you ever made a mistake? I mean, just, just, just a mistake. And then been around somebody that dogged you for making a mistake. I mean, anybody ever have a pencil that didn't have an eraser on it? And the one that you had was because the erase, you had erased so much stuff, it was gone. And then you had to go grab another pencil. Well, sometimes in life you need to grab another pencil. Sometimes in life, you're going to have to grab another pencil to erase your mistake. Say, neighbor, how's your pencil today? Now, why, why, why? Because the Word of God says that all have sinned 
and all have come short of the glory of God. In other words, according to the Lord, everyone has places where they will need his grace, his mercy, and his love. I got news for you. I need grace and mercy and love every day. Every day. Every day. Sometimes I get up on the wrong side of the bed. Oh, y'all, no. There's a right side and there's a wrong side. Sometimes I get up all off the wrong side of the wrong side of the bed. And when you get up on the wrong side of the bed, you come up with an attitude. You smell yourself. You want to da-da-ba. Huh? You need some help. But you hold it, Pastor. I know, but I get up on the wrong side sometimes. Mama say, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> come on, let's go. In other words, when people continue to choose the wrong path, no, no, let me, let, me, let me back up. In other words, the kingdom factor that's important is the law of sowing and reaping. Now, this, this, is, this is so key. Say, say, neighbor. To win the loss and not get upset when you're in the long season, season remember there's a law of sowing and reaping. Okay, now here we go. In other words, when people continue to choose the wrong path in life, there will indeed be negative consequences that they themselves help produce. That you gotta understand that even when you help people and they keep doing the same dumb thing, they're in a sowing and sowing and sowing and sowing. Well, if you keep sowing and sowing and sowing, you're going to eventually reap what you sow. Yeah. Mama told you don't go there. And you went there anyway. And you got, bam. Mama, you sowed it, now you're going to reap it. Mama, mama was trying to love on you, but, she, but you, you just had the hard head and the hard behind, so you said, I'm going to keep on doing it anyway. Well, you kicked into the law of sowing and reaping. You sowed it, sowed it, sowed it, sowed it. Now you got to reap it, reap it, reap it, reap it. Now the hard part is that when you are the one that's trying to win the loss, you got to guard your heart. Because your heart, you feel their pain. You don't want them to go through that. You don't want them to hurt like that. But you got to do it like Jesus. One plants, one waters, but God gives the increase. Sometimes all you're supposed to do is plant. Sometimes all you're supposed to do is water. And then after you got, you got to step back and say, all right, now God, they're in your hands. Father, into your hands I commit them. Why? Because God can do the impossible. So our winning the loss is simply an attempt to keep people from ending up with the wrong consequences that affect their lives and, their connect, and those connected to them. See, what people don't want to do, they don't want to understand that. By association, when people get in mess, it affects you. When, when people get in mess and you are associated with them, somehow that mess gets over on you. It affects you. And then when they get to have a hard heart, sometimes they get to the place where it don't bother them no more, but you all messed up, but they happy. 
because that's their normal. They, they have a high pain tolerance. Your pain don't, they, 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 they don't feel your pain. They feel their the pain. They, they, they roll with pain. The more pain, the better. Hallelujah. Say, neighbor. Winning the loss. Hallelujah. Winning the loss is simply an attempt to keep people from ending up with the wrong consequences that affect their lives and those connected to them. Folks, some of the generational and hereditary issues of our lives are directly connected to the choices that have been made and continue to be made from generation to generation. Let me go here. <laughs> um, what do you mean, Pastor? If everybody in the family is crazy, everybody, I mean, generation after generation after generation, somebody got to say, you know what? I'm drawing a line in the sand, a sand in the line, whatever. Because <laughs> this crazy stuff got to stop and begin to do some things differently from crazy. Now, when you do that, everybody's going to be upset on the crazy side. They're going to be mad with you. They're going to call you crazier than crazy. But if somebody don't stop that, there won't be that generational stuff going to keep happening. Bubba had it. Cubba had it. Mumbo had it. Mumbo haba. Everybody had it. Somebody got to stop it. Are you with me? All right, this is, this is that, that's a real place. The generational stuff. And then what the enemy does is get you talking about it. You know, Cousin Bubba died about that time, but it's about the time that I guess maybe, maybe it's my turn. Wait a minute. You're supposed to call things that be not as though they are. You're supposed to draw nigh to God and resist the devil and command it. No, I ain't going out that way. I ain't going. I'm, no, 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 no. I'm going to live a long life. I'm going to have who? I'm going to be in my right mind. Say winning the loss. Some of the generational and hereditary issues of our lives are directly connected to the choices that have been made and continue to be made from generation to generation. That is one reason the Lord recommended that people be born again born of the spirit and not of the flesh. Be born of the Holy Ghost and allow him to rule the flesh so the glory and honor of God becomes a new and lasting new normal. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you born again? You need to, you born again? Huh? Okay. John chapter 8, let's go. Let me build my case. Winning the loss. John 8, verse 1. Let me give you this. This is, mm. John 8 and verse 1. Jesus went unto the Mount of Olives, and early in the morning he came again into the temple, and all the people came to him, and he sat down and taught them. And the scribes and the Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they said unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. Now Moses and the law commanded us that uh, such should be stoned, but what saith thou? This they said, tempting him, that they might have to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground, as though he had heard them not. 
Folks, in winning the loss, there will be times and seasons when you too must learn and practice stooping down and not allowing others to tempt you to judge and condemn the sinner. Mm. But in order to do that, you must have a heart of compassion as you remember to remember how Jesus handled that type of situation when he was in the flesh surrounded by accusers. See, there's a reason people don't like to come to church much. Because when they come, they expect to be accused. You know, Pastor, he, you know, he, he thinks he's not, man. And they, they, they come with the expectation that somebody's going to beat them up and make them feel like he, they feel bad and all that. And in, in church. Uh, but here's a woman that was brought to Jesus and the accuser said, accuser, Jesus didn't do that. So all you folk that call yourselves Jesus followers and you doing that, it ain't God, it's you. Because there is now therefore no condemnation. Huh? But see, here's the thing. If you've been condemned in your growth, then you bring condemnation. That's all you know. That ain't right. Say, neighbor, flow with me. Flow with me. John 8 and 7, what happens? So when they continued asking him, he lifted himself up and said unto them, he that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. Folks, here we tap into the next important key of winning the loss. And that key is knowing when, now here's, oh Jesus, knowing when to speak up and address the accusers. So they are too reminded that they too have had hard times and seasons in their lives, have sinned and missed the mark too. See, some of you roll with people that won't stand up for you. Some of you roll with people that won't stand up for you. You run with folk that like to gossip. You ever been around somebody that just want to know all the news? They just want to know all your business. And the more your business is bad, the more they happy. They just got to know your mess so that when you bring up something, they can say, I got this. Don't be, don't be telling me nothing because I know your mess too. Church, go. Love mess. In the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Knowing when to speak up and address the accusers so they are, so they too are reminded that they too have at our times and seasons in their lives have sinned and missed Mark. Anybody ever felt guilty for doing something? It don't feel good, do it? But have you ever been guilty and then been blessed with somebody that didn't keep accusing you? It's called love. Okay, let me go here. I'm gonna look at the floor because I want nobody looking at me. You ever get up in the morning and, 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 and open your mouth and what come out of your mouth ain't wonderful? But the people in your house, they allow you for a moment 
for a moment. Every once in a while, they say, all right, now, you need to get something put in your mouth because your mouth is funky. I done put up with it. Come on. Enough of that. Are you there? Here we go. Winning the loss. Because right there is another real heart connection with ones being accused. And far too often the accused have not had many of anyone defend them in a positive way. What I had to learn as a pastor is that when people have never had the experience of being loved for real, they choke when they get it. Because they ain't used to that. They used to being condemned. They used to being beat up. They used to being trashed. They used to being called whatever, whatever. But then when you come and bring Jesus' love to them, sometimes they can't receive it because they think that that ain't what I, I'm, that I, I done done so, it's my, my mess is so messy that even Jesus couldn't forgive me. I got news for you. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed should not, but have, he died so that you could be pardoned. Yeah. Hallelujah. He erased, that's why when you pray sometimes, you don't hear nothing. You be bringing up your mess and Jesus be saying, it's over with. What you keep talking to me about the same dumb stuff? You said you're sorry, now change. Mm -hmm. oh. Say neighbor, change. Often the accused are already full of hurt and pain and shame. And see, you got to know that when you are dealing with lost folk, sometimes they're full of hurt, pain, and shame. That's, that's in their DNA. So just you coming there and attempting to love on them, sometimes they're going to choke because it feels strange because all they used to is pain and hurt and shame. And, and so they think you're trying to slick them by being nice. Oh, you just too nice. Oh, Jesus. But nice is wonderful. One plants, one waters, but God gives the increase. Sometimes you got to just keep being nice, being nice, being nice, until nice becomes a new normal. Say, Lord, help me. Help me. Often the accused already are full of hurt, and full of pain and shame. So that when you reach out with God's love, sometimes they even choke and shut down instead of accepting this new hope and appreciation for their lives too. Do you know that there are people that, don't, that feel that their lives don't count? Look at your neighbor, say neighbor. Put your finger in their face, say neighbor. Put your finger in their face. Your life counts. Shout it. Shout it. You're not a mistake. You're not an accident. Your life counts. But 
here we must remember to remember the spiritual principle of one plant, one waters, but God gives the increase. In other words, the time and season when you connect with a sinner, get this, and the loss may or may not be their total receiving and accepting moment. I got to say that again. The time and season when you connect with a sinner and the loss may or may not be their total time of receiving and accepting. I just, you got to understand, sometimes it ain't the time for them to receive. Especially if they're in hurt and pain and shame. You, yeah, take somebody out to lunch. I mean, and they can't even enjoy the lunch because they're in hurt and pain and shame. I mean, you, gonna, you done gave them a filet mignon. I'm smelling it right now. Caviar, a little something there. Uh, um, and all they got to do is sit there and enjoy. And, and they can't enjoy the, the, I can smell it now. They couldn't even enjoy it because they're in that condition. And that's where, that's where the anointing of long-suffering has to kick in. And patience, not getting weary in the well-doing, and not feeling, well, I done spent my money. And this is what, and I, this is what people do. I done spent my money to have. And look, they, they, they act like they don't even, they don't even want to be here. This, this, or that. And you trashed yourself, and you did something good, but it wasn't time. And you missed the understanding. You think it's got to be your time and every time. Everything it ain't time. Fellas, sometime it ain't time. Ladies, sometime it ain't time. Even when you want it to be time. Some of y'all went there then. But here we must remember the principle. One plants, one, one waters, but God gives the increase. In other words, the time and season when you connect with the sinner and the lost may or not be their total receiving and accepting moment. Now go to John 8 and verse 9. Watch what happens. John 8 and verse 9. Help me, Holy Ghost. And they which heard it, being convicted by their own conscience, went out one by one, beginning at the eldest, even unto the last, and Jesus left alone, was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst. So in other words, when, when the accusers came, Jesus got down and rode on the ground, and then he said to those that accuse, you that uh, ain't done nothing, you know, uh, you cast the first stone. And it said the elders went out first. Now, let me say this to you old folk. Any, anybody old up in here? <laughs> Remember when you used to do the same dumb things that you keep fussing with other people making about. You did the same, that's why you know their business, because you did it too. You just don't want nobody to know that you was a rolling stone too. And when Jesus heard it, being convicted by their own conscience, they went out one by one, beginning with the eldest, even unto the last. And Jesus was left alone and the woman standing in the midst. Now here we go. When Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman, 
none but who? He said unto her, Woman, where are those thine accusers? Have no man condemned thee? She said, she said, no man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, what? Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. That was a heart connection. No more. When, 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 when the woman had somebody in her life that would not condemn her, there was a heart connection. There was a heart connection. It was supposed to be a heart connection. Now watch where we go with this. Now just because he told her go <laughs> and sin no more doesn't mean she really or fully accepted that to be her new normal. I got to go here. If all you know, all you know is that sinning is your lifestyle. Even when you have that divine moment, when you can possibly change, sometimes the change takes a long time. And just because Jesus said, now go, daughter, and sin no more, doesn't mean that she went right back out and uh, completely changed. Well, that was Jesus. Now, now, here's the point. If Jesus told somebody to do something and they didn't completely change right away, who do you think you are? That when you tell somebody, change, and they don't do it right away. But here's the key. To win that soul, you got to love them while they're changing. Yes, my, 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 my. The supernatural was happening because it was Jesus who spoke that to her. And there is nothing else written about that lady. You don't hear nothing else about that lady. So we don't know, we don't know that whether or not she did or she didn't. But it was written for our example of how to connect with sinners and not be quick to condemn and judge so that they too can obtain the remission of sin and step into abundant life now and eternal life in the future. Say neighbor, long suffering is a part of the DNA of winning the laws. Now go to Acts, I mean nine, uh, second Peter chapter three. Second Peter chapter 3. Okay, thank you, Lord. But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day with the Lord is as a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Folks, as I close for the day, I leave you with another master key to winning the laws. It's called long-suffering. In other words, learn to be swift to hear and slow to speak. Some of y'all say, folk, don't. Y'all, you talk too much. Yeah, talk. You, you, don't, you don't like to listen to nothing. You got to be the first one to run your mouth. When you're around the lost, you got to learn to listen. Sometimes they need to pour it out. 
They need to get it out. And then you got to learn not to take it and be so full of their whatever they done poured out that you messed up. Mm -mm. That's why counselors even have counselors. Did you know that to be a, a bona fide counselor, that you have to have counsel yourself? What do you mean? Why? Because you hear so much stuff, you get so full of stuff, that if you don't get someplace to pour that stuff out, you become the stuff. It's called long-suffering. In other words, learning to be swift to hear, slow to speak. Holy Ghost, what do I say about this? Holy Ghost, what needs to be said about this? Holy Ghost, do I need to shut up and just listen? Or do I need to speak? Sometimes you got to let people pour their hurt out. And folks, ooh, listening to some stuff, you be thinking, oh, Lord Jesus. Lord, you, you, hear, what I'm, you hear what I'm hearing? He, he already knew. But you were chosen to be the one to receive it. That's why the word said, above all, take the shield of faith and quench that fiery dart so that it don't get in your heart. Hallelujah. Sometimes when, when people uh, hear a whole lot of hurt stuff, they can't sleep. Because it's all in their head. You got to learn how to get that stuff out of your head. And how you do that. Lord, I praise you. Lord, I give this mess to you. Lord, I, I cast it upon you. Now, Lord, give me some joy. Give me some peace. Lord, I thank you. Hallelujah. I use the weapon of praise and worship to bind that. Get, no, heaviness, get off of me craziness get off of me i i'm gonna lay me down and sleep for thou only makes me dwell in safety and and I, then i turn me some praise and worship music on and lay there and smile sometimes i get up and dance and hallelujah hallelujah come on and get off of me cast down but not destroyed look at it and say to that neighbor stop going crazy get that crazy off of you Give some praise and some worship. High worship. High praise. Hallelujah. Time to have a shouting fit. Uh-uh, no, 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 no. And listen, that's... You got to understand. The enemy don't play fair. He will, he will de deliberately connect you with somebody that's going through stuff and all of a sudden, you tortured, and they fine, because they done poured everything out. They happy. They, they, they happy now. Oh, thank you so much. And they leave happy. They, they, and you stressed out, because you don't know how to get it off of you. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. It's just like, just like, just like, like today. I'm pouring out, right? As I leave y'all, I got to go replenish. Because y'all taking everything. I got to go replenish myself and not be tormented by what I heard. Because the enemy wants me to be tormented by what I heard. Well, you the pastor, and if he was a pastor, they wouldn't be going, hey, time and season. Hallelujah. Said another way, 
To everything, there's a time and season. And when you connect with the sinners, you meet them in a time and you meet them in a season. And just, you just need to keep asking the Holy Ghost for the wisdom and the strength to endure the hardness in their lives when you connect with them. See, when, when I'm rolling with somebody, I'm, I, when I come you be looking at me, but I'm be saying the Holy Ghost, what, what, is this one crazy or that one crazy? <laughs> Holy Ghost, do I say something or what I do? Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, help me. Mm-hmm. Swift to hear, slow to speak. So that, Holy Ghost, I need a word of wisdom. I need a word of knowledge. What, what, what is it? What, what, what is it? And, and so it's not by power, not by might, but it's by his spirit because he's in me. And greater is he that's in me. Just like greater, say, put your hand on yourself. Say, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Holy Ghost, I give you permission to give me your wisdom Give me your understanding every day. Hallelujah. Winning the loss, winning the loss, winning the loss. You just need to keep asking the Holy Ghost for the wisdom and strength to endure hardness in, their, in your life when you connect with them. And as the Holy Ghost was with Jesus, helping him, he's assigned to help me too. Say, me too. And as the Holy Ghost was Jesus' teacher and comforter, now he's assigned to teach and comfort us. So winning the loss will not be by power and not by might, but by the Spirit of God, leading, guiding, and directing each faith step to help save another soul from going to hell and not to heaven. Eagle Summit, finally say this with me. Holy Spirit, help me to win the loss with your love, your mercy, and compassion flowing daily in me through me. Holy Spirit, I'm available. Holy Spirit, give me your long-suffering anointing so I won't be quick to judge and condemn those who need to be transformed by the renewing of their hearts and minds. Holy Spirit, help me to walk in daily forgiveness and praise and worship for each and every soul that comes into the kingdom because of much abounding grace that covers much abounding sin. Winning the laws. Say, neighbor, your assignment, your assignment is to help win the loss. Remember, you were lost too, but now you're found. Give your neighbor a high five. Amen, amen, amen.